0: You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and maven mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it poppin'. Hey there, honey bunny, it's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are making a do what to do here at Waco Works, so you may hear a whole lot of productivity going on in the background. No matter what, we are going to have a good time today, you are going to learn a lot, and then you're going to go out there and live a lot in only the way that you can. In each and every episode of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, I always invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. You may hear things that you already know, and Lord knows I repeat myself a whole bunch. And I want to invite you to reframe the way you think about it. Ask yourself, how can I experience this information differently? Why am I hearing this message over and over again from different places. What is God trying to tell me? May Tremendo aha moments inspire you to take center stage in your life so that you sing the song that God has placed in your heart. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. All right, let's get into it. In today's episode, I'm teaching you my number one tip for making decisions that align with your values in real time. So here's the deal. During the month of January 2020, we are jamming on values. And honestly, the show don't stop. If you're listening to this, and it is April 2021. Welcome, boo. Hello. Um, You're still going to get a lot of goodness for this. And this is stuff that you should be thinking about year round. It doesn't matter if it's the New Year's energy. This Um, space of infinite possibility and fresh starts is available to you 365 days of the year. Now, your values are simply the things that are important to you. And when you know your values, you can make decisions with ease. You can say no to people and things that don't align with what truly matters to you. And you can set goals that really mean something. And you can also create and honor boundaries that protect and uphold what's important to you. Real talk, when you figure out what you want and you start using that to make decisions, it does not make life perfect. Not at all. <laughs> In fact, you might experience some tension as you navigate life. At certain points, you may have two to three priorities that clash with each other so how do you make a decision in that instance when you truly love and value something and you truly love and value something else and they're at odds well I'm about to tell you my number one tip for doing so are you ready I know you're ready My number one tip for making decisions that align with your values in real time, especially when your values seem to be conflicting with each other is, drum roll please, prioritize your values. Now, once you figure out the things that truly matter to you, okay, put them in the order of importance. And the reason why I'm asking you to do that is because if everything is a priority, then nothing Is a priority. I want you to write that down. If everything in your life is a priority, then nothing is a priority. Your time is limited. Newsflash, your time is limited. Even though there are 24 hours in a day, you actually don't get 24 hours a day to do what it is that you want to do because some of those hours you got to sleep. And that's important to you being able to function and make good decisions. So don't skimp on the sleep boo. Now, you might not be able to check off every single item on your to do list. You might not be able to get to everyone's request. And sure, there are gonna be days where you're firing on all engines and you're like in superwoman mode. But what I've found to be true is that that happens once in a while and fairly often, but it's not an everyday thing. For example, All this week here in Waco, it has been raining, it has been foggy, it has been overcast, and your girl's energy has been on zero. Yeah, it's been on zero. And... You know, the Bible says there's a time for everything. There's a time to ramp up and there's a time to slow down. So yes, you will be able to tap into those moments of superwoman energy. And as you continue to do this work and you continue to nourish yourself and you continue to prioritize self-care, those moments will absolutely increase. And there's going to be times when it's just not happening. And that's okay because you're human. On average, we don't cross everything off on our to-do list and there's always something left to do, right? That's just the nature of the beast. So don't beat yourself up if you didn't get all 15 things on your to-do list crossed off. When you prioritize your values, the things that are important to you, it helps you to make decisions. It helps you decide and strategize on the best use of your time, especially when you're attacking your to-do list and all of the things that need to get done in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year. So in episode 54, I talk about how I worked in corporate finance for two years. I was making, I think at at the end of 2016, when I finally left the company, I was making $106,000 a year, and that was the most money that any job had ever paid me. And I was working seven days a week. I was stressed out and I battled imposter syndrome every single day. Um, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. And I found myself at a crossroads with a very important decision to make. What do I value more? The money I'm making, which I'm not going to lie. I mean, that was a very important factor to me at the time. And it's, it's probably a very important factor to you. Money is the exchange system that we use Um, to determine what is valuable. So obviously food and a place to live are valuable. So you exchange the money that you're making in return for groceries, in return for having your lights on, in return for having food over your head. And so since this is the system that the entire world is using, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to take money off the table because that is important. And there are other things that are important too. And for me, in that moment, at that point in time, it was, is it the money, the $106,000 a year, or is it my health? And, you know, at the time I was experiencing symptoms of ulcerative colitis, I could not ignore what was going on internally. The stress was literally eating away at me. And when I was off of work, I wasn't really off of work because I kept thinking about everything that needed to be done and I couldn't relax. I couldn't sleep at night, and I was an anxious mess. So here were two things that I valued. Financial freedom, that comes from making money, because when you have money, you can pay your bills, you can save, you can invest, um, and my health. And fast forward to today, to 2020, you can see what I chose and what I prioritized, because I knew that if I kept on that same road, I was really going to hurt myself. So in that instance, I had to prioritize my health over the money I was making. And it was tough. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to lie. I didn't just up and quit my job, right? Like I didn't just make that decision and the next day say, hey, I'm done. So check out episode 54 because I share how to transition into living life from your value. So I kind of talked to you about the process that I took to make that leap, Um, So yeah, but today we're focusing in on how these two values, these two priorities, these two things that mattered immensely to me were kind of at odds with each other. And I knew that I had to prioritize my health over the money I was making. And I knew that the way that I was living my life was not sustainable and that the ulcerative colitis was really a wake-up call. And if I continued to ignore that wake-up call, it was only going to get worse because I think that your body knows before your conscious mind knows and it's going to speak to you and it's going to try to get your attention and it's going to try to get your attention and you're not listening, you're not listening and bam, something major really happens. You know, and like I said earlier, money is an important factor in our lives. I'm never going to deny that and I do believe that you can set up a life where you're making good money and you're not working seven days a week. It's going to take your creativity, your resourcefulness, your time to set it up, and your belief that it's possible. It is absolutely possible for you, and it's going to demand the best of you, and it's going to demand you know that you be resilient, and you be a solution seeker, and you experiment and tweak and fine-tune and create the situation that works for you. And so another example that I want to share with you of when like two things that were truly important to me were in conflict with each other uh, was something that I experienced when Lyric was born. And I had never experienced this before because I hadn't had children before, you know, she's my first. And it was this phenomenon known as mom guilt, something like a phenomenon, something like that L O Cool J song. Okay, get back on track. Okay. <laughs> So this phenomenon known as mom guilt, it's a very real thing. And for me, it was very specific. You see, I love my child and I love to work. When I'm passionate about something, I can literally go, 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 go because it doesn't feel like work. So if Lyric wasn't in my life, I'd probably be working on my business from sunup to sundown because I'm just in love with this mission. I love what I'm doing. And I'm a workhorse. It's something that I get a lot of fulfillment from. Um, It makes me feel um, a sense of fulfillment and like my life has purpose. And I'll do it hours on end. And now that I'm a mom, I can't do that. So she's currently in school. And so I have a window of time that I can really get stuff done. And then I pick her up from school and then it's mommy and lyric time. Anywho, it was so weird, um, you know, after having her, and then I'm at home with her, and life is all about her, we're in that fourth trimester, and then it's time to kind of get back to business, you know, I'd be working, but I'd feel really guilty, because I wasn't with her, and then when I was with her, I'd feel really guilty, because I wasn't working, and it drove me insane, it really did because it's like, I'm here, but I'm not here. I'm here, but I'm not here. And it's something that I still deal with today. I'm going to keep it real with you. So that's why, you know, I get it. Sometimes you're going to have to work double shifts so that you can pay the bills this month. You know, and that means less time with your kids. I understand that. And and at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. And this just means that you have to be creative and fully present in the moment that you are with your children. And perhaps you have to work and then you take time to FaceTime them to read them a story to bed. Or maybe you make breakfast with the kids non-negotiable. Or whatever works for your life. And, you know, maybe it's not the kids. Maybe it's your health and wellness. Maybe every time things get super busy at work, the first thing you toss out the window is your time to go to the gym or to go to yoga or to do these things that relax you and also move you physically so that you move that energy out of your body. You know, movement in any way, shape or form, whether it's Tai Chi, yoga, swimming, um, climbing, Uh, weightlifting, it's very beneficial because what happens is all of the energy that you feel, the feelings that you feel are actually housed in your physical body. And so that sadness, that anxiety, that fear is actually manifesting itself in a particular area of your body. And that energy needs to be moved through you. And one of the ways that we do that is through movement. You know, there's also, you know, meditation, there's Reiki, there's, um, massage, all of that is important. And movement is a huge factor. We are designed to move. I'm going off on tremendo tangent. Um, and (laughs) I get it. Like, I remember those days that, you know, we had the board meeting coming up in two weeks and it was like, yo, I I know I'm going to put in more hours. I know that I'm not going to be able to go to yoga this week. Um, and it's just so funny that the first thing that we toss out the window is our own self-care, even though it's important to us, even though we've identified that it's something that should absolutely be at the top of our to-do list. And honestly, I'm not sure I believe in work-life balance. You know, I think that it's, it's about finding flow. And finding what works for you moment by moment, because life is always in flow. So today you might be super busy with something at work, and the next week it's something, you know, family related. You know, your kid gets the flu, or your your mom falls down, and you have to like take off work to care for her. Um, sometimes it's health related. I think that you just kind of flow into the areas of your life that are ramped up. And eventually those areas ramp back down and it's just an ebb and flow. And so there are going to be some moments like when I'm in the middle of a launch, like in September of 2019, I launched the Red Carpet Collective, which is my monthly membership program. And believe it or not, that actually takes a lot of work, a lot of behind the scenes, un- glamorous, uh, administrative. Did I schedule this email? And is it formatted properly work? So nothing like immensely fun either. And, you know, I'm working more. And then after the launch, it's like I can ease up and spend more time um, with my daughter, spend more time doing other things because it's not like, taking over my entire life and like I said there's going to be times where I have to scale back because you know I get a call from the school she's feeling under the weather and she needs me and I think the way that I view this sort of work-life balance I, I love that Steve Jobs quote and he says I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself if today were the last day of my life would I want to do what I'm about to do today And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. And so to me, what that means is that, you know, especially when I'm in a um, ramped up in in my business or ramped up in my personal life or ramped up in my health, um, it's okay if I'm there for you know, two, three days, four days where I'm kind of out of balance. But if we're getting to the point where it's like, I'm a week, two weeks, three weeks, and I'm not doing anything to nourish myself, I'm not doing anything to move, or I'm, you know, stressed out at work, then I know, hey, it's time, I gotta make a change. So it is gonna get funky, you know, a couple of days, maybe even a week um, at a time, but is it consistently doing that? And if so, what needs, something's got to give, right? And so to me, that's what this is. Prioritize your values and understand also that they're not set in stone, right? Like my number one value is my faith or my number one value is motherhood, darling. No, I mean, it's going to ebb and flow. You move things around and you make it work. And it really is on a case by case basis. And I want you to know that you can absolutely do this. You are capable of making tough decisions. You're capable of making those tough calls. And they are tough because, again, you're putting two things, you know, spending time with your honey and then working really hard at your company because you want to get promoted because you love what you do. Right. And, you know. It's, it's it's not easy, and I'm not going to pretend that it's easy. And there are going to be times where maybe you make a mistake, right? Like maybe you should have prioritized the downtime with your family. And, you know, then the question becomes, how do I make this right? And allowing yourself the the time, space, the grace, and the permission to take ownership and to have autonomy over your day and your life and to own it. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. Um, it just means that you're you're in the driver's seat of your life, right? And that's going to always be a practice. Um, yeah. And so, if there are too many days where you're compromising your health and family for your job, you you might want to cre- reconsider that situation. Um, you know. And and like I said, this is not a this is not a perfect thing. You know. It's important. And I invite you to try this on and it's not perfect. There's going to be moments where your values conflict with each other. And then on top of that, there's some sort of external factor thrown in there too, right? Like it is super urgent for the company, for your supervisor that you get XYZ done, even though you said that you were going to leave the office at six to spend time with your sister. And you haven't seen her in a month. And she's already upset at you because you haven't seen her in a month. And now she's going to be even more pissed off because you're calling to cancel because you have to get XYZ done for the company because it's due tomorrow. And they're going to announce it on social media. Um, You know, you have to work and you want to be there with your kids. And there's a huge project going on. Right. And in those moments, I want you to trust yourself and trust that you can tune into your inner wisdom that you can ask God to help you and that you can make tough decisions. And like I said, will you make mistakes? Mistakes, Absolutely. <laughs> but start to view those mistakes or those quote-unquote failures as learning moments that only make you better. There is no fail- failure. There's only feedback. And you are not a failure. Even in the times where you completely fuck it up, you're not a failure. You are a human being you know, and you're having this beautiful human experience and just because you fail, that does not mean you're a failure and I want you to know that and I want you to soak that in. And every mistake, every failure, it's it's literally just a lesson, you know. It's like that. I think Thomas Edison said, you know, I haven't failed. I just found 10,000 ways that don't work. And I truly believe that in life, knowing what doesn't work, knowing what you don't want is just as important as knowing what works and just as important as knowing what you want. And I definitely think that this is... A, con- a conversation that you must have consistently and continually with yourself because this is your life and how you spend each day of your life you know becomes your existence it becomes your life it becomes your legacy um, and so it's absolutely important that you're thinking about these things and again um, one of the things that I always like to say and I know it sounds super morbid Your time is precious because once it's gone, you're not getting it back. And do you really want to spend your life doing it this way? Yes, this way is an option. And start training yourself to believe and to see that it's one option. It's not the only option. In fact, you have an infinite amount of of options available to you. Even if you can't see it, even if your mind cannot discern that right now, that is the truth. If you wanted to, you could pack up and move to Hawaii. Now, will it take some coordination, some logistics, some conversations and some planning? Yes. And you could absolutely do it. Could you quit your job right now and become a bartender? Yes. Might take some conversations and some logistics and you may have to learn how to make drinks and you can absolutely do it. You are not stuck to this way, even though a lot of times it feels that way. But again, ask yourself, is the way that I'm living my life right now, the way that I really want to be doing it? And if the answer is no, then take a step back, get clear on what matters to you, get clear on what you want to get, get clear on what you value. And this is deeply personal and no one, no one can answer that but you. People can give you advice. People can tell you what they think. You take into consideration what they're saying because you love them. And at the end of the day, this is your life. You have to get clear on it and then start to build that into your life. Um, And I wanna say something else. It's not frivolous and it's not selfish to do that. You were given this life as a gift. I mean, think about it this way, yo. Like if, if your mans gave you... You know, a huge engagement ring is like huge Tiffany rock. I'm talking about it glistens and glitters and sparkles and just it's just so gorgeous. And it just, oh, it was meant to be on your finger. Are you just going to leave that anywhere? Are you just going to mistreat that? Are you going to like not clean it? Uh, hell no. You love that and you value that and it's important. And it was a gift. That is your life. That is your life. So it's not selfish. It's you taking care of um, and being a good steward. They talk about that a lot in the Bible, being a good steward of what God has gifted to you. And I truly believe that your happiness is the best gift that you could ever give somebody. And what have I said in all of these season two episodes thus far? Happiness comes from when you're in alignment with what you value. And then when you're happy, it's like that L. Woods, like um, exercise produces endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands or whatever it is that, that L Woods said. But that's kind of the same thing here. When you're happy, your kids are happy. When you're well-rested, when you're rejuvenated, when you feel delight, they absolutely, the, your loved ones and the people in your circle feel that energy and they thrive on it. You ever had that coworker come in, and they are just negative Nancy, and you're like, oh, Jesus, Sandra's in a bad mood today, honey, and she ain't even have to say nothing to you, and it's like this dark rain cloud in the office, and you're like walking on eggshells, and you're like, oh, my goodness, oh, Lord, Sandra Sandra in a bad mood again, and then all of a sudden, Sandra starts dating a new man that loves her and fills her up with life and and vivaciousness and she's coming into the office humming and now all of a sudden the work environment is a great place to be and you're like oh shoot look at Sandra okay I see you stunting on them, boo and her happiness has directly impacted your life. And that's the same thing that goes for you. Your happiness is the best gift that you could give other people because you will give generously instead of resentfully. You will be present at work. You will bring your A game, your creativity, your productivity, all of it. And so it's not selfish. Um, It's actually quite the opposite. And it takes a lot of courage and a lot of faith to do this. And I realize that I'm asking you to go back to the drawing board and see how you've been living your life and how you want to live. You cannot change the past. Um, The past is important in the sense that it got you here to this point and it has no relevance to where you're going. What you do right now, the steps you take right now, that's what's important because that is going to lead to tomorrow because your today Right now is tomorrow's yesterday Your today right now is tomorrow's yesterday So from here on out The present moment is where the miracles are Is where the magic is going to happen The things that you're doing right now The thoughts that you're thinking right now The action that you're taking right now That's building the future Not what you did 10 years ago What you did 10 years ago got you to today Okay, and it's gone You're not getting it back So The way that you lived your life 10 years ago, what was important back then, who you thought you were, what you was doing, really doesn't matter right now. What matters right now is who you are now and who you want to be in the future. So um, if you feel overwhelmed, I got you. I'm here to support you. And I invite you to take my Make It Matter Masterclass. I walk you through my system of exploring and defining your values. And then I teach you how to keep them at the forefront of your life and your mind and how to take action on them. And that's how I wanted to start off January 2020. That is how I invite you to start off any major change that you want to make in your life. Take it back to the basics. Build the foundation of what matters, what's important to you, and what you want. And give yourself the time, space, and permission to do that, to to do that self-reflection. Because You've been given this life. This is your blank canvas to paint. And I'm going to teach you how to create that foundation of knowing what you value. And I'm going to support you as you do that. So please, please, please head over to the show notes. Sign up today. Uh, If you are an active member of the Red Carpet Collective, you can access this $297 masterclass for $18 right now. I love you. God bless you. That's how much I love you. I'm putting you up on a game. (laughs) So when these tough calls need to be made, you can make them because you're already contemplating what matters to you. And you're going to be so in tune with your values, so in tune with what you want, with what truly is important to you. And that's going to help you make those decisions, make those tough calls. And to be proud of the life that you're creating. Every thought, every action, every decision you're making right now is the, is going to result in the life that you live, in the life that you make, and the legacy that you leave. Um, so yeah, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you to sign up. I want you there. I want to support you on this journey. I want you to know that you are not alone, that you're loved, that you are needed, and that your happiness is the best gift that you could ever give anyone else. Honey Bunny, your divinity manifesting itself as a human experience, you're so very precious and you've come to this life to know the depths of your own brilliance, resilience, and worthiness. So instead of running around like a chicken with its head cut off and feeling the overwhelm of competing priorities, take a moment each and every day to get still because deep down inside you already know what to do. Because you are the guru of your life. You are the expert of you. And you can't hear yourself with all the noise. So get still and turn inward because only you can make it matter. It being this gorgeous life that God has gifted you. Now it's your turn. Head over to the show notes for today's episode and leave a comment with your greatest takeaway. I really do want to hear from you. How do you make tough decisions? What do you do? What's the process that you um, go through when you are evaluating and, and making a choice between, you know, two or three things that are important to you? I'm cheering for you. Like you've just listened to an episode titled with a lyric taken from Miss Lawrence Hill, duop wop that thing. Guys, you know you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> some girl, some girl. <laughs> okay. From the front row, Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.